This is the True To You podcast, your very own work bestie. Each week, we come together for honest conversations about reinventing yourself and your career, all while navigating a path towards meaningful work. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. If you've been listening to the Trudy podcast for a little while, you will notice there is a theme with the episodes. Most of the episodes are interviews with extraordinary women. That is really the coolest part about podcasting is connecting with these women. And then now and again, I love to throw in an episode that has more of a teaching vibe to it. So today I thought we'd talk about one of my favorite topics, discovering your zone of genius and making money from it. Now, zone of genius, we might be coming at this episode from all different directions. Some of you might be really clear on what your zone of genius is and you're using this episode as a refresh. Others might be saying that sounds very elusive, very obtuse, unattainable. The word genius in a sentence, that scares me. I don't even associate myself as a genius. Do not worry. But what I will say is that this could be the secret to life-changing work that takes a little curiosity and a little practice to get clear on. Okay, we're going somewhere. You ready? (laughs) Understanding your zone of genius is, as I said, one of the things that I help my clients uncover because for them it's the secret to life-changing work and more energy and a whole host of other things. So in this episode, what I thought I would do is give you a lowdown on some of the key questions, some of the work that you can do and the awareness that you can bring to your life and your work to start to understand what this zone of genius could be for you. Funnily enough, if you were to ask what my zone of genius is, well, I realized a few years ago that my zone of genius is actually helping you find your zone of genius. So you can imagine that any chance I get to talk about this topic lights my heart on fire. Now, the start of my love for this topic goes back a few years when I was working for a company that you might know of called Lululemon. One afternoon, the store manager came to me and she said, can you go home tonight and do something called the Strengths Finder Test? I was like, okay, cool, sure. Now, this was my first taste of connecting the dots and really getting curious around how I could help others become remarkable humans and step into their greatness. I had a few friends that suggested I read this book years ago and, you know, how the universe works, it always gives you what you need at the right time. So when my husband threw his Kindle into my lap and said, you have to read this. I never looked back. In The Big Leap, Gay talks about your genius as that activity or way of being that you are uniquely suited to. 
It combines your innate gifts and practice strengths. It feels effortless, creative, and just plain good. Oh, I love it. When you get to play in your zone of genius, you are naturally at your best. So creating a business that sits within your zone of genius is going to sustain you energetically for the long term. And this is essential if you're planning to start a business while working full time or while you are still playing mama bear to your cubs, you don't have a lot of extra energy left over. Therefore, what you're doing in your business needs to give you energy as often as possible. It's also very exciting to think that your new business could be an opportunity to utilize untapped skills and strengths that you may have not had a chance to use in your current career that you developed years ago in previous roles in your younger years and now you get a chance to use them. And for those women I work with who are planning to transition out of their corporate career, go out on their own and have their own gig, it's a chance for us to get really clear on what are those transferable skills, knowing those things that they could do with their eyes closed, hands tied behind the back and still get paid for it. That's a liberating feeling, especially when you're a newbie in business who's thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to make money from my skills? Well, let's make money from those things that you are really good at. In my opinion, this is the smartest way to start a business. Capitalize on your strengths and get your first dollars in the bank. If you already have a product or service that you want to pursue, you've mapped it out, you're maybe even one to three years into the small business journey, for you, I want you to think about how you can incorporate some of the zone of genius elements into your idea and make it unique make it creative and give it personality. Perhaps you started your business and you really had to get dollars in the bank, like I just said, get going, get some momentum, and now it's time to refine it that step further. Well, this is a really great opportunity to understand what some of those things could be. Now, we are clear. We are very, very clear. I've given you all the reasons why this work is revolutionary. The next thing we're going to do is talk about how you can begin to identify what is my zone of genius. Now, I suggest you do this as a journaling exercise initially. I'm going to give you three important questions. But if there's one thing I can stress about this work, it is tuning into your zone of genius takes time. It takes observation. It takes awareness. And it is a journey. This might be your life's work slowly, slowly building on what you learn today and then moving more and more into your zone of genius. Okay, enough woo-woo, enough universe, enough signs, enough magic. Let's dive into the questions. What I would say though, is if you want to go deeper than just these three questions, get your hands on a copy of my free download. It's called Your Best Business Idea. It was created for people that are just starting out in business, but there's plenty of exercises in that workbook that could be used for someone that's looking to bring a new product or service into their business. You can use 
these questions around zone of genius. There's a whole host of other things that I take you through that are really important foundational things to understand about your business. If you want to go deeper on this, click through the link in the show notes. It'll be at the bottom of the show notes. There'll be a link that says free download. Get your hands on your best best business idea and get going. You can think about these questions in the context of your work. The next three questions I'm about to share, I would love for you to really drill down into what you do in your work or your career, your current job. And then later we'll look at the connection between these questions and your broader life. Now, if right now your work's not lighting you up, it's not what you really want to be doing, there might be times throughout your career, there might be specific projects, events that you've attended, things that you've done, interactions, types of people that you've worked with. You might need to think a little bit deeper or a little bit uh, broader in terms of your career to answer these questions but don't stress have one first go at these questions and then as I said keep evolving this work over time okay you ready let's dive in the first question I want you to ask yourself is what things do I love to do most most being the critical word Not what things do I love, but what things do I love to do most? Now, as you're going through these questions, don't stress if you don't have 20 things on your list. Your zone of genius right now, you might only have one, maybe three, five things at max. And actually, your zone of genius isn't going to be filled with a lot of skills and strengths it's not going to be all your skills and strengths we want to get clear on a few things that we can start to go deeper on the second question is what work doesn't feel like work another way that you could put this question is when you're doing those things that you love to do the most which ones have you feel like time stands still Like you get lost in the task, right? We all know those things that we could do for hours and hours on end, unbroken, undisturbed. We don't need to be scrolling Instagram because we're so into that thing. So they they might not be things that you love to do the most, but you notice that there's things that work that doesn't feel like work, right? The third question is, what work creates a feeling of abundance and satisfaction? When you walk away from doing that thing, when you walk away from that project, that interaction, that event that you went to, that experience that you had in your career, what gave you, what specific things gave you a feeling of abundance and satisfaction? I recommend you spend you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes answering these three questions. When I have my clients do this work with me, we go a little bit deeper from this initial three questions and get them to divide what they find out into four quadrants, your zone of genius, your zone of excellence, zone of competence and incompetence. What I find is the hardest distinction for most people is that They can define things that they are excellent at, but then 
working out what actually sits in their zone of genius can be a little bit harder because often they're very, very similar, right? So that's what the first thing is that recognize what things are actually in your zone of genius versus being in your zone of excellence or maybe even competence. That is why this work takes time and the next few steps that I'm about to share are really critical in that process. So once you've drilled down a little bit further, maybe you've divided the things that you brainstormed into the four quadrants, your next step is to look at the relationship between these particular activities, tasks, strengths, skills, things that you're strongest at and look at how that relates to your energy. So how will you feel when you do these things? Chances are if you said that this is something that you love, if it doesn't feel like work when you're doing it, your energy will be pretty high when you're doing it. But we want to go through this question because it gives us another level of clarity. So zone of genius work is not only life-changing, but it's also life-giving. And the more time we spend in our zone of genius, the more we feel energized by our work. The ideal is that the majority of our day is spent in our zone of genius. Now, this might not be possible tomorrow, but that is the goal that we are working towards. This next step is about practicing awareness and observation, which means that it might take you a few days or even weeks of monitoring your energy, going about your life and your work to notice really how you truly feel when you do things. Those things that drain you versus those things that energize you. What I find to be the most efficient way to do this is to take out your journal every day at the end of each day. Perhaps you have your to-do list there with you and simply ask yourself, what of those things that I did today had me feel energized? And what was that specific thing? Why did I feel energized? What was it that I was doing that gave me that sense of abundance and satisfaction? You might simply start by rating each of your things on your to-do list from the day in a one to 10 scale. That might be another really simple way to do it by saying, okay, one is draining, 10 out of 10 is really energizing. You don't need to be unicorns and rainbows and boundless energy all of the time. That's that's part of what we're moving towards, but it's not the only thing because I know that that's not real life for a lot of us. However, when you do start to move towards your zone of genius, what you will find is that the line between life and work will start to dissolve a little bit. Well, at least you won't be feeling at 5 p.m. on a Friday, oh, thank God that week is over. Things will feel like they just keep rolling along, like you've got really good momentum and you're excited about the future rather than just living for your weekends. When Once you've done this energy awareness exercise, what you might notice is one or maybe several things from your overall list. And remember, don't judge yourself on what you notice. Even if you come up with one or three things that you know definitely sit in your zone of genius because they 
make you feel energized because time stands still. That's awesome. That's clarity. And that's what we want. Now, your final action today is to begin to notice patterns. We've mainly focused our first part of this uh, teaching on our work, but now we want to also bring in our personal life as well and start to see whether there's any correlation between those things that we recognized as things we love, activities, strengths or skills that give us a feeling of abundance and satisfaction, those things that are energy giving, but also what are those things across your wellness routine, your exercise or your sport or your relationships or your hobbies in your personal life that also give you that sense of abundance and satisfaction that also energize you. Have a think about it. How amazing would it be if your work was actually a reflection of you rather than your work putting you in a box, this is the way I've always been, this is the the thing that I've always done, I'm always going to be that way. But because of your zone of genius, you are able to pour more of your personality, more of those things that you love into what you do nine to five, 40 hours a week, right? That would be an incredible goal to work towards. If you haven't noticed, my jam is helping you integrate your zone of genius into your small business especially for those women that are in the early days of their business and they might be starting out and they're like, well, how, as I said, how am I going to make money off this? Or maybe they're a few years down the track and they're feeling a little bit stale or a little bit bored by their work and they want to take it to the next level. They want to reinvigorate it, give it more personality, give it more life. This work is an essential starting point if you've got some of those questions, if there are things that are coming up for you. Dive into this zone of genius work and see what comes up for you. Now, my final step for you, or challenge rather, is thinking about ways that you could spend just one hour a week in your work in your current job or in your small business using a strength or skill that sits in your zone of genius. If you're already using your zone of genius a lot, then look at your products or services. Do they reflect your zone of genius or is there quite a lot of distance between who you are at the core and then your products and services? Could you add more spice? Could you add more personality, like I said, to your work? That's a challenge. Okay, amazing friends. I thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This is my personal take on the zone of genius work and the exercises that I give my clients to find this level of clarity so that their work starts to not feel like work anymore, that it's something that gives them a sense of purpose and meaning and energizes them even like I said if it's just spending one hour a week in your zone of genius 
If you want to dive further into this work, I really, really suggest you get your hands on the Your Best Business Idea Workbook. It's a great starting point for anyone that is looking to make the leap from one business to another business, perhaps, as I said, from their corporate career into their own service-based business, or maybe even doing a little makeover of your own business. Just click the link in the show notes and you'll be able to download the free workbook. There you have it. Zone of Genius is my jam. Uh, Until next time, my friends, if you've got any questions on this work, send me an email, hello at rubymarsh.com or a DM on Instagram. I'm always there and I'll always answer your questions. Have an amazing week, my friend, and bye for now.